0: Hey there, amazing souls. Today's podcast episode is like a warm cup of coffee for your spirit. We're diving deep into the magic of women's circles, sharing stories, laughs, and a whole lot of wisdom. Join us as we unravel the beauty of embracing vulnerability, the power of curiosity, and how to shift from doing to simply being. It's a heart-to-heart conversation that's bound to leave you inspired and ready to radiate positive energy. So grab your favorite cozy blanket, and let's jump into this soulful journey together. Welcome to the Mama Genius Hub podcast, your hub for all things motherhood and self-discovery. I'm your host, Michelle DeKaiser, here to empower and connect you. Genius isn't a word around here, it's our guiding light. Guiding kids' genius, empowering mama's purpose, navigating motherhood, igniting connections, including the powers of women's circles, unleashing self-care, And success stories of mothers just like you. Join us on our journey to live in your genius zone. Subscribe and let's do motherhood together. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Mama Genius Hub podcast. Today, I am joined by three wonderful women, and I can't wait to dive into more talk about women's circle. Again, one of my goals as part of Genius is that Ignite Connection. We're going to dive in to learn more about women's circles and what they're all about. And so I'm just going to introduce the three wonderful women I have right here. We have Lauren Wittick, Sydney Decker, and Melissa McHugh. Lauren Wittick is an intuitive energy healer and founder of Heartlight Wise Women Circles. Sydney Decker, an Ayurveda health counselor, and Melissa McHugh is a director of alternate and complementary therapies theories at Wellness Center in Vesta, New York who make up the triple goddess women's circle, a collective that brings wealth of experience and wisdom into energy healing. Ayurveda and the inner child healing. Their combined expertise creates sacred spaces. And so they're going to start us off with creating that sacred space for us as we start off this conversation. So I'm about to turn this over to Lauren, who is going to take us through what is, what is it like to start a women's circle? What is it like for this group for when they start theirs? And so take it away for us, Lauren.
1: Sure, sure. Thank you for allowing me to do this. It's really important to me to start a circle with an intention. Um, and that includes breathing and just, just drawing the attention to the circle, leaving everything else behind, right? So while you're in that sacred space, you are really present for the whole group because it's a community thing. So I would like to invite everybody who's watching or listening to just take a moment and really settle into wherever you are, whether you're driving, don't close your eyes if you're driving, but just um, just really just take a moment, close your eyes if you can and take, we're going to take three good deep breaths and I like you to take them at your own pace because everybody has their own rhythm. So take those and then open your eyes when you're done. I'd like to invite you to put your hands over your heart chakra center of your chest and imagine the green healing light that emanates from that chakra and allow that to just be part of the community. So everybody's heart energy starts to align with each other, starts to harmonize with each other, starts to create a circle of non-judgment of acceptance, a safe space to be exactly who you came here to be. And now I'm gonna turn it back over to Michelle. Thank you
0: so much for bringing attention to this conversation. And I also like to introduce us to other women who are listening to this to show what women's circles are like. And I actually hosted one last night and a couple of people people have never been to one had come and just the difference of when we are collectively helping each other as women Versus when we talk about that sisterhood wound, of maybe that you've been scarred by other women or you don't like having women bosses or things like that. Whereas the circle is a completely different structure and format. And so I want to open up the floor to the three of you to talk about how do you guys, ladies, <laughs> again, that word guy I'm mm-hmm. catching myself right now, how do you ladies open up your circles? How do you structure them? Because again, circle is about that intention. And opening up so we can open up our hearts and talk and listen in a different way than we normally do. So I'd love to hear some of the ways that you all do that.
2: So um, I feel like I've been a part of different women's circles throughout the last few years. Um, I actually, as we're talking, this is funny. I mean, I don't know if this is the space to do this, but I have started women's circles back when I was a little kid and I had no idea. Mm -hmm. I was at a sleepover, and almost all the sleepovers, I would bring my little book that I had that like looked like had like a spell book, and it had like all this stuff on it. And I would bring it to my neighborhood, or um, my neighborhood. My cat is in the background looking out at maybe the neighborhood, (laughs) but I would bring it to the sleepovers, and we would all just sit together in the circle, and we would just share, and we would talk, and we would laugh, and we could would connect. And sometimes we would do that, like, cat scratch story where you tell a story to see if you get, like, your scratches on your back and stuff. Like, which I know isn't <laughs> part of, like, our healing women's circles, but it was just, like, something that as we're talking right now, you're like, well, how have you started women's circles? What have you, how long? And I'm like, I think that it is so innate and it is so intuitive to women to gather and to just get together and just start talking and, like, making magic happen. Um, so I think I've been a part of women's circles for a really long time. I feel like there's a woman's circle in our family too, which is really cool. We'll all get together and you can tell we're like, like whispering whatever. And the men are like, Oh no, like what's happening here. Um, and we're just always in communication with each other. And then, I mean, for me, I can only speak on myself, but when we met Lauren on our podcast, me and Melissa go way, way back. Um, we started a, a a woman's circle, I want to say like 2020 during cor- when quarantine started is when we started our first collaborative women's circle and that went well um, for a while. And then we stopped doing it because people just started getting like busier and stuff. And then we met Lauren on our podcast and she does a lot of women's circles and it was something that was so um, healing and connecting for us, you know, that we decided to come together to collaborate with her. And so it started its own thing. I think kind of what you have been saying, which I really love Michelle is that women's circles need to be more like mainstream. And I think that that's why it even worked out with us wanting to do a circle with Lauren. It's like, it's just the time and it Mm -hmm. felt right. And so we just started to collaborate and, there's so much that we're in tune with and in alignment with and there's so many like similar downloads that are coming to a lot of healers to make space and to make room for new energy Mm -hmm. so i think that that's kind of where i'm at with it is like i've always felt a very strong pull to gather with women and to sit in circle and to just share our magic and to connect and it's funny because it's when you're in that circle that no one is above or below. It's like we're women and we get to share in that experience of what it means to be a woman. And we can finally let down that masculine mask and that armor that we've had to put on. And we can come and we can gather and we can nourish each other. And that to me has always been the most rewarding piece because there's been such a cutoff to the feminine in ourselves and in the world and in community. And when I do gather with women, even if we're just talking for just a short amount of time, and I mean like sometimes when you gather with women and it's talking, like they've made it into like the society's kind of made it into gossipy, like where we just gossip. But I mean like when you really gather with women and you freaking talk to each other, I've only ever healed and gotten stronger and better and faster and wiser and smarter like so that's hopefully that answers your question but that's yes. where I'm at with women circles yeah.
0: well I love how you you said like what the way you felt in the circle because the concept behind it is that every woman is a leader and I think yes. when we realize yeah. that when we are actually together in collective there is no there's a facilitator yes, yes. but there is no leader yeah. we are all the leaders because we all have that within us and I think that's Circles bring that out in us. Yeah. And that's
3: what really um, helps me in my life because I tend to go the other direction. You know, I don't always want to be the leader and I'm put in those positions a lot of the time. So, circle brings me back to being able to just be a part of and to be someone who has input, but is not looked to for, okay, what do we do next? What do we do now? All of that. So, that helps me. to not do that intentionally and to be able to be a part of the conversation um as well and i just I absolutely love that and like sydney said we started out a long time ago in a our family um as coming together as women so that was a good time um a good way that we started um we did start a women's circle, like she said, in 2020, I think it was, and that went really well. And it just, it just keeps coming up as a theme for us. And then when we met Lauren, who (laughs) was like, Hey, let's do women's circles. And we were just like, yes, immediately it, because it just feels right. And -hmm. it feels like the time to bring it into a more mainstream, um, you know, way. And it just feels like it's in our, in our genetics, you know, it just feels like something that I would always say yes to no matter what i'm doing um in my life things keep shifting in my life but (laughs) but the women's circle it's just like always a yes for me
1: yeah so i grew up in a family that was very heavily heavily women my mom was the oldest of four girls and a baby brother Um, my grandmother was one of four girls the oldest of four girls. So I had great aunts and I had aunts around me all the time. My dad had a couple of sisters, but I wasn't as involved with them, but I hadn't put that together, um, Sydney, until you were talking about as a kid. Cause for me, I loved like Thanksgiving when the whole family was there and all the women would be in the kitchen <laughs> you know, talking about all kinds of things. Um, so a couple of the other things I wanted to to point out for me, I started my first circle, official circle, In 2018, I had just opened up my healing practice. I was very uncomfortable in my body. Uh, I was going through a hellacious menopause. My mother had dementia. She's a narcissist. We've always butted heads, never a great thing. So I was super stressed. And I really was yearning for a community that I could, you know, like find out how other people deal with menopause. How have you dealt with a difficult parent? Those kinds of things. And I just happened to sort of fall into this lovely yoga class, yo Thai class, where I met some healers and we, I began to create friendships and all of us were going, I wish there was just like a group of women we could like, you know, meet with regularly. And I finally said, damn it, I'm going to have to step up and do this. Nobody else is doing it. And I'm another one like Melissa is like, I don't want to be the leader. <laughs> you know, I'll help, but I don't want to be the leader for me. I needed to step into leadership and so even though it is it is very egalitarian in this uh, non-hierarchical, I was the facilitator. I was the convener. I got the space. I decided what we were going to talk about, which was great because we talked about what I needed to talk about. <laughs> but the other thing I loved about it was it was multi-generational. We had some young mothers in it. We had um, uh, probably the core group was the 40s, 50s. And then we had some elders that were there as well. And it was that part of it was really important to me because I got so many different perspectives about whatever it was I had brought up that week. Um, We we would meet twice a month. And so the biggest lesson for me in the circle was perspective because I get so caught up in my head and my own emotional, you know, whatever, that I, I didn't realize there were other ways of looking at the situation I was in. Um, and that to me is one of the biggest values of a women's circle. You can be vulnerable in a safe space. I cried all the time. I'm a crier. (laughs) Um, but I felt okay doing that. Nobody, nobody said, oh, here, let me, let me make you feel better. They just let me cry and talk. And, and then they offered their experience. It was not a, well, what you should have done. It's a, well, here's my experience. And it's sort of a, uh, it reminds me a little bit of AA. Um, uh, uh, It's a take what works for you and leave the rest situation. And that to me was life changing, life changing. Got me through the three-year period of the end of my mom's life, which also happened to to be just after I finished (laughs) put the worst of the menopause. Not everybody has bad menopause. I just want to put that out there, but I did. Um, But it was such a a beautiful energy. And um, I, I also wanted to just echo something else that Sydney said, because the one thing I guaranteed everybody that came to that circle, the only thing I guaranteed them was that they would leave that circle feeling better than when they got there. And I was never made a liar. Um, and so we had people who would come and they couldn't talk. It was just too much, but they would just be in the energy, in the support. It was such a beautiful place. People would come in and they're like, yeah, this, this happened, this happened. And so we'd get the circle started. And by the end of the circle, when we closed it, everybody would want to stay and talk and just chat. And there would be this wonderful bubbly conversation. We did that for two years. And the only reason we stopped it is because the pandemic started. And because we were so used to being in person, It just didn't translate to zoom. And so, and I'm still getting people going, are you going to start the circle up again? (laughs) And it just hasn't been my pull. I'm doing more online. So this, the triple goddess circle has been a, a beautiful, I mean, it's such a, a, we have so much fun creating the first one that we've already scheduled the next one. And I think what March, is that what we Mm -hmm. decided? Mm -hmm. Um, And we're having fun figuring out what to do with that. I love, I love this, this trio here too. It's like we're a little circle within the circle um, because we have very complementary ways of working. So if if we do some healing work at the end of the, of the retreat part, which is the first, the the first circle that everybody comes to for whatever the theme is. And um, you know, so Sydney does amazing visualization healing work and, Melissa has the tapping that she does that is just, it shifts things so fast. And I channel, I have, I have guides that come with through with messages. And so we each had this little area that just clicked into place for us. So um, it's just, I get, I get really happy when I talk about circles too. And it's, it's wonderful. And I'm in some online circles too. I find a lot of webinars are really circles, you Mm -hmm. know, so they're, they're out there in all kinds of ways.
0: Actually, I want to touch on that since you brought up, but I do have to say I did attend their um, Triple Gardas um, retreat as well. And I did feel that energy and the healing from each one of you in a different way, but it really did bring it full circle by the end of the retreat. But I kind of want to, since you brought it up, talk on that online versus in person. Um, for me, um, when I first, again, circles for me actually is pretty new. I want to say it's only been... Um, I, some of you, some people know my story, some don't, but I'll, so I'll just give the quick synopsis is that I was doing a program called 75 Heart. And within that year, one of the meditations that I did, I just got a download of the name Circle of Grace and Women Sitting in a Circle. Mm-hmm. I really didn't know what it meant or anything until I start following the call and realizing how many circle leaders are out there, how many circles exist. Like I had no idea.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I had started my first in person circle. And for me, ended up, because I think all the trauma within me, my body just almost kind of rejected the circle. Like it was so much like, almost like jumping in the deep end of belonging. And so I ended up eventually removing myself from that circle, which was very difficult and hard and and all that process. But in the interim, I think made me a stronger facilitator in it, knowing that I specifically, for my calling, want to start virtually because of that need to work back into connection we've been removed from COVID. We've been removed from all these different aspects. And even before COVID, we just sit in our little boxes. We sit in our little cars and and we do all these things individually and think we have to do them individually. So for me, I specifically want to start virtually to help people like ease into this connection and then flourish, go start your in-person circles and stuff. But like the virtual never leaves because you can do that from anywhere. So I want to know your guys' take on in-person versus virtual and some tips and things for Either or circles, however you guys want to take that.
3: Yeah, it is different because right now I'm doing um, at our wellness center, I do an in-person circle and the energy is, is, it's different.
0: Hey there, busy mamas. I know exactly how you feel. Overwhelmed, frustrated, and barely find time for yourself. Guess what? I've been there and I found a way out. I've got something just for you and it's called Busy Mamas 10 Ways to Reclaim Your Morning in One Minute. You see, during the chaotic times of getting my kids ready for school and wanting to pull my hair out, I realized I need to start to care of myself too. It wasn't easy, but it was necessary. So here's your free gift for your first step to taking back your mornings and enjoying them again. And there's a bonus too to help you organize your mornings with your kids. So claim it at ConnectingMamas.com slash it's time to stop doing motherhood alone and start supporting each other.
3: You know, we sit and it just seems more intense, I think, like you were saying, like when you're sitting there in person with people, here we have a little bit of a buffer. And I know I also do EFT tapping and I do those sessions in person and I also do them online too. And you can, it's a definite um, difference when you're sitting right next to somebody Or if you're, you know, you have a computer between, between you. So there is definitely, I've found there is a difference Mm -hmm. with that.
2: Yep. I feel like there's a, a difference in. I don't want to say it's like a bad or better or worse. Um, That's why I don't want to like say I'm like watching how I use my words um, because I've been a part of in-person circles as well as virtual circles. And I think that the in-person circles can be, and I'm glad that you brought that up, Michelle, because I never really thought of how some people, especially who do have a lot of trauma with connecting with women um, or ever felt like bullied in high school or like, cause even in high school, like circles are naturally formed. Like I just, I'm getting a lot by this, like downloads are happening. That's why I'm sitting over here and like, I didn't expect this. I'm getting like a bunch of like downloads and different things of waves of energy, but things already kind of start to form, especially like with women just in high school. And when we're growing up, like I was saying, like naturally as a child, I was drawn to creating circles with my friends I even had like a a rain dance I was having us do one day so that way we could get out of softball class and stuff or class softball whatever today's one of those days everyone um softball practice but it just it made me feel like there is a difference and I don't think that we had technology as much but for me When you get into a group with women and you're doing the healing and stuff, it's going to trigger those insecurities. And I'm glad that you said that because I didn't even see – I felt the same way when I first started going to my in-person one. Mm -hmm. So it's going to bring up some of those things because when you're being looked at right in the eyes and you're feeling those like deep connection that you would feel with any type of person if you don't necessarily feel that within your own self – you know what I'm saying? It's going to be a little bit more difficult for you to be seen in a in-person group in a way that is so loving and is so healing and is so inviting. Cause it's like, that's the stuff that we ask for and that we long for and that we want. And then that energy is so different from the energy that we're holding internally. So Mm -hmm. that, that flow of healing mixes with our cold water and it starts to make us warmer. And it's like, there's just still of a process that we experience in that. Mm -hmm. So, if you are someone who does have a lot of issues with feeling seen and wanting to connect deeply right away, it might be helpful to start with webinars. It might be helpful to start with doing something a little bit more virtually to see who you want to connect with because that's also another thing too. There's so many different groups of people and there's going to be so many different groups of moms connecting or women connecting, or it could be anywhere from an engineering group of women gathering to like the women who out in the middle of the forest dancing topless connecting. Like, so maybe an engineer might not want to connect with the topless dancing women, but maybe they might, I don't know, but it's like, there's going to be different types Mm -hmm. and you want to get to know who you are and sit with and understand what type of circle you want to be a part of because mm-hmm. that circle is going to create its own magic and its own energy. So I think that it's important to kind of maybe for people who aren't sure how what type of circle they want to connect with try more virtual ones because they can kind of see what communities are out there right now and what types of women are gathering because it's also something new I think as it's becoming more mainstream but For a lot of us and we even talked about it at our first circle we were taught to be secluded men kept us at home not men today's men i'm just saying men in general like the patriarchy we've been kept at home we've been secluded we there's been a lot more competition with women Mm -hmm. so i think as you're navigating that curiosity of what type of connection and what type of group to connect with virtual is good and then I think once maybe you really know that you can always keep your virtual one, but if one does pop up at like your local yoga studio and you've been practicing and you've been connecting more virtually, it would be beneficial to then move that deeper when you're ready to connect more in person and just try that out. And maybe your virtual group is your group and that's the group that you will like wait for and you gather with. And that's completely fine. I just, I feel like there's no better because I've had some people that I've tried to connect with in person and it didn't always work out or it would just kind of last for what I needed it to be at that time for my healing. And then there's some people that I've connected with virtually that it's like these are my people and I show up all the time and vice versa. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I found in person and virtual differently. So I think it all – my encouragement for any woman or mom listening to this because also we want to factor in moms who are busier, Right. Like to start to maybe ask yourself what type of energy you want to connect with. And even if it's just very simple, like I want to find a group that's more focused on moms or I want to find a group that's more focused on bringing in peace because I feel so burnt out or whatever it is, but kind of making that connection for self, I think will help to show up to whatever circle, whether it's in person or virtually. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I, just, I love
0: that. And yeah, I just, well, I just really that love you, that you picked the word curiosity because I think that's yeah. key with any of this is just go with the gut and the curiosity of it to where are you being called to? So if you're listening to this, you're obviously brought to this for a reason. And then using that curiosity, to figure out, well, if I'm listening to this and I'm feeling this urge to connect with women, where and how do I do that? Just following that because the how will come if you start using that curiosity and removing that judgement i think from yeah. what we're we're saying is as we get into the self as we just start judging ourselves mm-hmm. yeah. but when we just stick with that curiosity and going out there, as sydney was saying in terms of looking for virtual versus in person or however you want to do it but just following that curiosity to where it leads you yeah, yeah. and maybe it's no to going
3: yeah no going in like she said that you probably will be triggered in some way You know what I mean? That word. I don't know why it it bothers (laughs) me, but things will come up for you. You know what I mean? Especially if you haven't had those connections in the past and know that even virtually things are going to come up for you. But knowing that true women's circles are a completely safe space non-judgmental, completely safe. And if you don't feel safe in a certain circle, or it just doesn't seem right to you, it's okay to leave. You don't have to stay, Mm -hmm. you know, and just move on. And it doesn't mean that all the circles are going to be that way, you know, because anybody can have a circle, but, you know, just find one that's best for you, that feels right for you. You know, and even if things are starting to come up and you feel uncomfortable, that's part of the process too. It's okay to feel uncomfortable in these circles, you know, especially Mm -hmm. if they're in person circles. I think you feel, I think it's right. You feel more uncomfortable when you're in a room with that energy. You're going to feel uncomfortable. And that that's okay too. And to talk about it, because I think everybody probably feels uncomfortable when they're sitting like that as women, because we're not used to it, you know, we're bringing it back. We are, we're all bringing these things back, but it's not a normal thing in this society right now. So it's yeah. going to be uncomfortable.
1: Can I just, I know that we're getting close to our end of our time here, but I just want to say that for me, um, well, first of all, every circle is unique and they mm-hmm. change over time. So come and go as it works for you. Absolutely agree with that, um, Melissa. Um, but for me, I needed a place where I could be vulnerable and not feel like I had to apologize for it or hold it all in until I got home and I could you know, go cry and shower or whatever. Having that ability to go somewhere safe without judgment and be vulnerable helped me But I also got thanked by so many people in that circle for essentially making it okay to be vulnerable. And to me, that's one of the biggest values of a circle is that it it is that opportunity to to just be yourself in whatever messy place you are at that moment. So I just wanted to add that. Actually, as you were saying, that, I
0: kind of want to read, um, I did a circle last night, I just kind of want to read a testimonial from it, from last night, just to give someone who hadn't been to one of my circles before. It says, I came to this women's circle unsure of what to expect, and what I found was a group of women who were open and authentic, and who accepted me with open arms. The exercise and sharing were well-structured, and by the end of the session, I felt renewed and excited to take a bold action in my life. I can't wait for the next one. And I think that's what this is all about, is... She came in not even sure she wanted to be there, and and it's all about just showing up. However, who whoever you're at, I even before I got into this podcast, I will admit I told all three of them, "I'm like, days was one of those mornings, and I'm like, I don't know, but I knew I need to still stick to showing up, and I knew that I would get the support I needed from the three of them to complete this interview. Mm-hmm. Like I just knew that going in, but I also wanted to acknowledge that to how I felt mm-hmm. so that it cleared the air and that we could start. And, and honestly, when Lauren did the welcoming, the opening, like it kind of just released a lot. And I think that's what this is all about, is really coming in wherever you are at. And I think sometimes we're just so afraid to show up because of how we're feeling that we're afraid that we're going to be judged for it. Mm-hmm. But this is a place to open up and be released from it and to release it out to it. Because honestly, there's two ways to get thoughts out our head. One of them is to write them down so you can look at them in a different way. And the other one is to say them at, l- out loud, acknowledged by another person. Yeah. Who do you want that to be acknowledged by? When you're in a safe space, it makes it so much easier than it's out of you. And it's it, the, the energy is transformed. Mm-hmm. And that is why I just, again, circles are so new to me, but I'm so passionate about them because the energy shift happens within them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every stinking time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. Why don't you guys um, all go through and introduce yourselves um, one more time with um, whatever gift or anything you want to give everyone and your final comments on Circle. And then we're going to have Lauren end our conversation for us um, just as she started it. Melissa.
2: This
3: is what we do when
0: I'm
2: not ready to say anything on our podcast.
0: (laughs) I'll leave that up to you guys. I just
3: want to say thank you so much for this because even just this today, you know, Mm -hmm. it always helps me every time women come together like this as a group. To me, this was a circle today and it was beautiful. And I love all of you so much. And, um, yeah, Sydney and I have a podcast called the goddess and the medicine woman podcast. And, um, we are on Spotify and all the places. So we would love for you to come over there and listen to that.
1: Um, yeah, that's what I want to say about that.
3: (laughs) Thanks everybody. (laughs)
1: So I'm Lauren Wittig, just in case you're listening and not, not seeing this. Um, I, have, I also have a podcast. It's called Curiously Wise, um, and I have amazing conversations with people like Melissa and Sydney because we, we traded. <laughs> um, and I also, my website is heartlightjoy.com. And if you go there and sign up for my, my uh, newsletter, you get a free download, a PDF that is my top three ways to communicate with your spirit guides which changed my life when I learned how to do it. So I'm really passionate about helping people learn how to do that.
2: And I am Sydney Decker, and I'm the owner of Inner Element Wellness. It is located in Pittsburgh. I have a Panchakarma Center there, and I also do inner child healing um, and shadow work consultating, where we really like help you Me, I help you to well, I have a team of guides and stuff. That's why I say we But um, (laughs) help you to really start to move through some of this stuff that has been holding you back because the first seven years of your life are really, really intense energetically. So it's really good to start to work with because I talk about I wrote a book called Cleanse Your Energy that I wanted to bring up. But people are like, what's energy? So I have to take it all the way back <laughs> to, like, recognizing when you started to be a child and growing and all the thoughts and the beliefs and the stories and everything that you tell yourself and how you actually can be in control of that if you first cleanse out the the download of energy that you received early on so that we can put your own energy into it. And it got me thinking about women's circles. Um And I just wanted to say this last little piece that got downloaded, which is sometimes it's really difficult for women to show up to a woman's circle because the feminine energy on this planet and the masculine energy are so misunderstood. And so when women come together, it's less about doing and it's more about being. And we've all been programmed in our energy fields to be a lot more of doers, both as men and women. And so one of the things that like, Like Melissa was saying, like the triggered, like you'll feel weird, especially if you've been coming from your masculine, masculine dominated mask and your masculine dominated energy as a woman, it's going to feel uncomfortable to come into a circle and to just be and have people look at you and say, how are you feeling today? And genuinely really mean it. And so that's where that masculine mask will kind of kick in and say, well, what can I do? I got to be someone or do something or have something in in order for my feelings to be good enough or to be vocalized or whatever it is. And so I just wanted to say that as we were talking, this kind of unfolded for me that it's it's not something to come to do. It's something to come to be. Mm -hmm. And that (laughs) will feel uncomfortable. And I just want to say the uncomfortability of that will lead you to more of knowing who you are and not the opposite. It's not an uncomfortable that creates pain. It's an uncomfortable that is just like, if you have never gotten a hug and all of a sudden someone's hugging you, you're like, I love this, but like, what is this? I'm a little uncomfortable, but it's not like a bad uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I wanted to say. That just a little piece is as women women, more circles more times together are going to arise because it's time to be who we are and to stop doing so much of resisting who we are Mm -hmm. and so my little gift on my um, website to kind of help you to maybe understand that is i have a free gratitude course it's five days gratitude really helps you to connect with your heart Mm -hmm. helps you to connect with who you want to be and helps you to do less of forcing and resisting and making things. So that way you can step into this energy that you wanna be a part of. So thank you.
0: Sydney, you actually kind of set this up. So normally when I'm doing um, the podcast with, um, not, not a circle podcast, but one of the questions I ask all the guests is we have this idea, especially as mom saying, always answer the question, how are you? And we always say, I'm busy. blah, blah, blah. And I feel like you just tackled into that concept of how we can just be, but we're so used to producing and having to do, this is what I accomplished today. These are the things and not just being who I am. And so we mask it behind that busyness of it all and say, this is what I'm doing. I love how you brought that out. So I'm just going to throw it out since Sydney had kind of thrown out if Melissa or Lauren have anything they want to add to that idea of how do we reword that or
1: restate, I mean, any way you want to take that. Well, I I love working with Sydney because she does, she gets these downloads that are just amazingly insightful and wise. So I'm just going to say everything she said was absolutely right on. I wish I had (laughs) known all of this when I was a young mother with scrambling with two kids. And um, so, yeah, I thank you for bringing that forward, Sydney. Yeah,
3: that's how I, uh, that's how I feel too. Lauren, Sydney, right on, spot on. I can't really add any, any more to that because it was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Well, I just want to,
0: before, before oh, did you, sorry, go ahead, Sydney. No, I was
2: just going to say too, because I don't feel like we said a lot about, it's just like, that's why we yeah. all get together. You know, yeah. that's why we all got
0: together to create our circle.
1: Yeah, is that. that. <laughs> yeah. So
0: before Absolutely. I turn it over to Lauren, I just want to remind everyone to lead with that curiosity. And really look at how you answer the question, how am I doing? And how do we go into just being more? And again, the Women's Circle is one place to kind of redefine how we do that. It's innate in us, but we've put all these barriers on top of that. And so the Women's Circle helps to release some of those barriers. So I leave you with those two things of just going out with curiosity and to really think about how can I be as I let Lauren close us off for for the day.
1: All right. So I always thank everybody for joining in the energy of creating this safe space. And I would like us to take our energy that is joined, whether you're watching now or later, it doesn't matter. All time is now. And I would love for us to send that energy from our hearts. You can put your hands over your heart chakra again. And imagine we're all in this ginormous women's circle that's just filled with love. And I'd like you to imagine a beam of your heart light coming into the center of the circle, joining together with everybody else in the circles, all their heart lights. And then I want to braid that all together and beam it up to go around the world and be offered to anyone who is in need of that energy. In this way, we offer healing outside of the circle as well. Let's take one big good breath again. and take this energy with you into your life today.
0: Thank you everyone for tuning in today. And thank you, Lauren, Melissa, and Sydney for joining me today. Thank so you. blessed to have you Thanks on. so much. Thank you. Before we wrap up, here are some specific key takeaways from this episode. Number one, embrace vulnerability in women's circles. When joining a women's circle, allow yourself to be authentically vulnerable Express how you're feeling at the moment, fostering a safe space for genuine connections. Number two, curiosity is your guide. Approach the journey of finding the right women's circle with curiosity. Let your curiosity lead you to communities that align with your energy and resonate with your needs. Number three, shift from doing to being. In women's circles, it's about being, not doing. Release the need for accomplishments and simply embrace being yourself. It might feel uncomfortable at first, but it leads to profound self-discovery. Number four, gratitude connects with your heart. Engage in a gratitude practice to connect with your heart. Sydney offers a free five-day gratitude course on her website to help you tap into the power of gratitude for self-discovery and healing. Number five, radiate collective healing energy. Join in the visualization exercise shared by Lauren to connect heart lights with the collective energy of the women's circle. Carry this healing energy into your day, radiating love and positivity wherever you go. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Mama Genius Hub podcast, where we aim to inspire, connect, and empower extraordinary mamas like you. Your support can make a difference. Please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform to help us reach more mamas on their genius journey. Until next time, stay connected and keep shining your unique light in our community. Let's do motherhood together.